What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and anks, and welcome to Logic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I want to thank everyone for their continued support. Uh, if you are interested in sponsoring the show, do me a favor, shoot me an email at lacticacidpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to talk with you. Would love to bring your brand into our little lactic acid family. And again, thank everyone for their continued support for this channel, for this platform. I am truly appreciative of it. Today's guest is one that I am excited about. Her name is Marley Starlipper, and if you are a fan of track and field, in particular middle distance and distance running, you know all about her. She was a legend, a high school legend out of Pennsylvania, doing big things at NC State. Is finally healthy, and she just ran a new personal best in the mile. And I'm telling you, do not be shocked if she makes the medal stand um and places well in, when it comes to ncaa's definitely rooted for her but we talked about her faith we talked about how it's impacted her on this journey through the ups and the downs we talked about food we talked about um you know guitar we talked about her potential band if you know we'll see what the lord does we'll see what the future holds outside of running but it was definitely a fun conversation um we did some quick fire q a and we really had a great time just getting a chance to chat, getting a chance to know her. Like I said, she's balling out at NC State, so be sure to follow her on Instagram and keep up to date with everything that she's doing. Also, do me a favor, fanhub.com. It is the new one-stop shop for everything track and field. You can find me there. You can find different people who have blessed this show. Uh, they're contributing as well. You know, I have different articles out, but you can find videos, you can find photos, you can find pretty much everything. Newsletters, podcasts, including including this one. You can find it on there. If you are a Track and Field fan, please be sure to check out fanhub.com. Everything you have is there. Everything you need is there. And if you want to get a chance to interact, you can be a part of the forum family as well. Marley is actually a contributor on the site. So definitely uh, be sure to check that out and her website as well. Like I said, on Instagram and the things that she's doing, do me a favor, follow us on our platforms, Instagram, Lactic Acid Podcast, Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod. We're still on YouTube, Lactic Acid with Dominic Smith. TikTok, please follow me there. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to pretend like I will know what I'm doing, but I would like for you to follow me at Lactic Acid Podcast and Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod. And if that's too complicated, just go on the website. We got everything you need there, lacticacidpodcast.com. I'm sorry, dot org. You've got to remember my own website. Appreciate all the support. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and anks, and welcome to Lactic Acid, the podcast where the takes are fresh, the ideas are ripe, and that makes us the best in the bunch. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and today I am super, super, super pumped to bring to you one of the superstars in college track and field. If you know anything about high school track and field, they, then you know that she could be easily referred to as the GOAT. 
And she is looking forward to uh, bringing that to College Track and Field. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet in our brief interactions. I've always been blessed, uh, whether it's through the Zoom or reading her work. She is none other than Miss Marley Stolliper. Marley, what's going on, fam? It's good to have you on the show. Appreciate you joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. We always have to have the goat on the show. I mean, what are you talking about? And it's funny, like, I was thinking about it last night. You can tell, like, this is what the master intended when he created us, because I'm a North Carolina fan. You go to NC State, but that does not matter. We have to put the rivalry aside for just a uh, Oh, man, I didn't know who I was talking to here. Listen, I don't know now. <laughs> the only reason I did not bring out that UNC sweatshirt was because it would bleed into the color of the background, and I would look like the blue man. Uh, like the <laughs> and we don't want to see that but it's all good it's all good so i gotta ask you what i ask every single person when they come on the show if you had to pick a superhero or a tv personality to describe who you are on the track and on the running course who are you rolling with wow that is hard it is oh my goodness you see, okay, I always say, like, whenever, just when I think about running and I'm listening to my rock music, trying to get pumped up, I always think I'm just, like, trying to feel, like, dangerous, but in a good way, and I don't know why I'm, like, you know, maybe that could be, like, Black Widow-type vibes or something, because, like, she's, she's kind of got that going, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have to say that, Just and also wearing all black, like, I don't know. I feel like if I had to feel like a superhero when I'm racing, probably be that. <laughs> probably be her. <laughs> I like that. I like that, you know, rock and roll vibe. Is it like classic rock or is it like that hardcore, bust your head against the wall kind of rock, the heavy metal? Honestly, both. I like it all. <laughs> Listen, hard rock will get you crunk. Like it, it is. Oh, yeah. There's something about it. Like you can just, I don't know, when I play football, uh, I had like two heavy metal songs on there. And even though I was on the bench, I was still pumped up. <laughs> like oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at respect for that. As I said, Mara Lee is a superstar runner, uh, Gatorade runner of the year three times uh, when she was in high school. Now she is at NC State. She is finally healthy. Am I correct? Yep. Won't God do it. And she is ready to take the track and field scene by storm. How did you get into running? Like, is that something you've always like loved? Is it like something passed down or is it something you picked up and you just ran with it? I would say, honestly, if I really think about it, probably a little bit of all three, um, because um, my mom, especially like both my parents were runners. They met at cross country camp in college, um, <laughs> which is pretty fitting. But um, yeah, my mom, she just never stopped running. So growing up, you know, I'd see her going out for her runs and, you know, I'd like tag along for a little jog sometimes. So that was always kind of there. Um, and then my sister, my, I have an older sister. She ran cross country. Naturally, little sister also has to try it. Mm -hmm. um, but even when I think back to like elementary school, you know, in gym class and you have like the half mile and stuff and I would go so hard and I would do pretty well and I'm like mm, I kind of like this the pacer I'm like oh yeah we're gonna get it today we're gonna win this so I really think it was a mix of all three where it was in my family but also like yeah I did kind of just have um a love for it and found that I was pretty good at it so yeah it all came together pretty well 
Marley, you're a real one because I've never heard anybody go hard on the half mile in gym class. Like I was, I was about that life. I maybe it was just you know me living in you know Florida. It was <laughs> so hard and everything. I mean, it's also probably different with that heat and humidity. I mean, <laughs> well, how do you adjust to it? Because you're from Pennsylvania. What what do you know about you know the southern and Raleigh, North Carolina, with all that heat and humidity? I know it gets cold there in the winters, but listen, it gets hot. Yeah, no, it was definitely an adjustment because, like, it's like honestly pretty similar to where I'm at in Pennsylvania because I'm like southern Pennsylvania, so it's not that different but at the same time I'm like that heat and humidity in the summer it's like oppressive <laughs> like it's kind of tough I'm not gonna lie no it's just you know you you go take out your trash or you get your mail at eight o'clock in the morning and you have to go take a shower yeah um it's so true I don't know like I said southern Pennsylvania is it's more of a warmer climate because what I've heard about Pennsylvania is this well I guess depending on where you are it's pretty solid weather year round except in the winters, of course. I guess I, I would have to say not where I'm at, but I mean, if you were to talk to like even one of my teammates who's from more like a Northern part of PA, she could say like, oh yeah, like it's pretty nice, like except for winter. But yeah, I don't know. It's still a pretty good mix where I'm at. <laughs> oh man, that's fun. That's interesting. You learn something new every day about geography and certain stakes and locations. <laughs> what is it about running that brings you joy? especially, you know, in this season of your life? Yeah, there's so much. Like, I think um, in terms of especially like in this season of life, I think it's because now I'm just really getting to do that, like as part of a team with these other people, because in high school, like I, for the most part, did all my training alone. Actually, my coach is who I would run with most of the time. Um, but yeah, I feel like I, that was a side of running that I never got to fully experience. Like when you were just like working alongside teammates like day in and day out um so that's been super unique like I mean I know like I've told my parents like um just whenever I you know was finally starting to get healthy and doing workouts with my team again and I'm like oh my gosh I'm like practice is just my favorite part of the day like it's like my favorite thing in the world when I just get to do these workouts with my team because it just pulls so much out of you and it's so fun so definitely a lot of joy from that but even just plain and simple like the movement and being outside and just like, and even then in the, the sense of more like racing and stuff, just like, it's like discovering more of what you're made of. I think like there's so much to it. So I do. I love it for all that it is. It's, it's amazing. Like just watching like some of your interviews from high school um, after the race, there's just this level of sincere happiness and, and just excitement. Like it, it just beams. Like I was watching I think it was flow track. They did like a behind the scenes workout with you running some hills or something. And yeah. you're running these sprints and then you break out in the song, like one down, two to go. And I was like, yeah, I, I, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm missing out something. You know, I threw the shot, put in the discus. So, you know, we weren't singing songs, <laughs> but you know, it was like, okay, like I'm actually like, this is pretty cool. Like somebody loves what they do that much and is so infectious. I have to believe that. I mean, I, I think you would hope too that it, it kind of rubs off on other people, especially your teammates. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I definitely um, hope to just, you know, be that kind of light to people and just, yeah, share that joy that I get from running. 
Um, and even like, you know, um, even lining up for races, like I remember in high school, like I used to get really nervous, but then I don't know, I guess just over the years, like, I think it took a lot of work on my end to also shift my mindset to like, just be excited. Like, this is just like a celebration of all the hard work that you've put in. So then I would turn into one that's like cracking jokes on the line and stuff. But, um, so yeah, and I, I hope too, that, you know, that can just like, you know, transfer to other people with like, this is fun. Like, this is, this is going to be great. Like, so I definitely, uh, I appreciate you saying that, that it is infectious because I mean, that would make me super happy if I can just share that with people. Yeah. That song is stuck in my head. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, it's not even mine. I got that from, um, another, um, girl, Taylor Ewart. Um, I think I gave her credit in that video when I said it, because I learned it from her at Nike camp (laughs) my like senior year. Hey, listen, I'm I'm down with it. It was, it was like it's catchy. I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I would have liked what I did. I mean, you can't. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can do that when you're writing papers or whatever. No, you can't. But uh, <laughs> no, but it it was like to the point. Like it was just so, especially during the difficult workouts. And so you've kind of endured just about everything when it comes to running the highs and the lows. Um, and we're not going to touch on this too much. You you've talked about it more than enough and you know various podcasts but, um and you've you've written about it and we're going to get to that uh later on in the episode um about the incredible things that you've been writing on your website especially this year but you you've experienced you know the highs especially in high school just doing incredible things and then you get to college and um it, it hasn't gone the way you had hoped. You haven't, you know, gotten a chance to hit the track and hit the cross country course yet. Um, and we'll talk about this later from a more faith based perspective. How did you keep the joy that you have for running despite being hurt for the past couple of years and, and, you know, just trying to maneuver, you know, everything and, you know, deal with everything. Yeah, it definitely like, I mean, definitely I think probably the most challenging thing I've had to I've experienced thus far in my life because I mean running is just such a deep passion of mine so it was like I mean I never experienced any injury throughout my four years of high school until the very end there but um yeah once that was um you know I wasn't able to do that anymore I was like wow like like this is just really difficult but it's interesting because I think um it's the type of thing where it's like it kind of gave me the opportunity to just really reinvest myself in some of the things outside of running that I've really loved. But then it also kind of just brings me back to at the same time, like just how unique running truly is. And I think that's just so ingrained, like deep inside of me that it's like, I'm like, well, I know I'm going to keep going and keep working until I'm like, just able to do that again. And um, just because it is, it's just a very strong calling. Um, so I think that always was just like um, my motivator. And I just always felt it inside, like, which is just a weird thing to say, but it's like, it's just something I always felt like I just, I know, even though it's, it took two years, way longer than I would have ever expected, um, just knowing that I could get back to that. But um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think it's even like, when you're coming off an injury, and like, you know, you start with like, even if it's just like, 10 minutes of running and even just like small moments like that where it's like it seems like such a big victory and like again like the joy that comes from that I think part of the beauty of it all is like it kind of gave me 
multiple scenarios in which I just got to like fall in love with running all over again and like starting from ground one, which of course isn't exactly ideal, but there's still just, I think so much beauty in it. Um, so definitely, I think just learning to celebrate even the tiny victories, like definitely just kept the joy riding high. <laughs> you can tell that it's a calling because if it wasn't, I don't think you would love it as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can tell people who, who, it's more of something that you like to do um, and it's something that you feel obligated to do and it's something, yeah, that makes you happy, but, um, you know, fried chicken makes me happy, but, you know, it's not all, <laughs> you know, my life, but yeah. something that is meant for you uh, is, is specifically like what God has called you to do is to kind of uh, minister to others through running and, you know, through yeah. your own experience. <sighs> Perfect segue to the next topic. We're going to get back to the fun track talk in a little bit, but the fans and the people in this world want to know about Marley Starper off the track. That is what they paid the non-existent big bucks for to hear. So can you <laughs> tell them, can you give, like the OJ said, can you give the people what they want to know? Who are you off the track? Wow. Okay. Off the track. I mean, You'll probably find me outside sitting in a patch of sunlight. I joke with my friends that I have plant tendencies because I just love being outside and I love being in the sun. (laughs) Um, You can, I mean, find me reading or journaling. Like, I guess I am very just like, just that type of person that will read and journal on their own time and be very satisfied by that. Um, But um, yeah, aside from that, um, I'm really happy because more recently I've continually just been getting back into playing guitar because that's something that I'm like, honestly, like before I really committed to running, like in high school, playing guitar was like the top passion of mine. And even though it's been on the back burner, it's always been so big, like inside of me, like it's still there. So I do. I like love music. I say I love every I love everything from like hard rock to worship (laughs) and everything in between. Um, But that's really a big part of my life too. Um, So, you know, like when I have the spare time, like I've been trying to like just learn cool new songs and stuff because I wouldn't be surprised down the road if that's something that I continue to pursue. Um, So that's definitely very big in my life as well. Um, And yeah, I don't always have my dog with me. Um, hopefully I will sometimes this fall bet- or spring between races, but I also just love my dog so much and going out on walks and stuff. So, <laughs> and then there's other smaller things like cooking or just like, and of course doing, spending time doing whatever with friends, um, coffee shops. I feel like right now I'm also kind of like, it's also the typical college life, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> Once um, I have a little more time uh, not doing schoolwork, then I just love going on adventures outside. Like I just love like the mountains and just like exploring. So I got a lot of different interests. So they uh, pull together in whatever ways I can manage with college. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's, it's so funny. Like you describe it. So someone would think like, oh my gosh, he has like so much free time, but we're really talking about like a minuscule. Like, yeah. It's like when I have time. <laughs> that's yeah. What do. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're fitting all this in like uh, literally like a couple of hours. <laughs> like if yeah. that. So when you say with the guitar, are you, you think like maybe a worship leader or would you start a rock band or, or something like that? Or. Yeah. I mean, we'll see exactly how it all plays out, but 
if you would have asked younger Marley, like, I would be like, oh yeah, like I'm going to have a rock and worship band, like something like, oh man, there's so many. I've always said like, I don't even know, like <laughs> I would want, if I would have a band, it would be a mix of something like Skillet, maybe like David Crowder band and like, I don't know, maybe Third Day or something. Those are like some of the favorites. So it's like, it could rock hard, but it could also be very worshipful. So that's that's old. that is old oh Talk yeah skillet. that's old school uh, yeah <laughs> I like it's so funny I went to like winter jam a few days ago and got to see them for like the fourth or fifth time but I practically grew up on skillet and then a lot of the old stuff um that I always listened to growing up I'm like oh, it just it's hard to beat <laughs> yeah there's like skillet there's Oh boy, I messed this name up. But it's like Barto Girl or something like that. Barlow Girl. Oh my oh. gosh! Wow, I have not heard that name in a while. Barlow. Bar- I see. I went to a uh, private Christian school, and so I'm. I'm. When did I start? I started like in 2005. So all of that was like pretty much all we played. David yeah. Carter, Lincoln Brewster, Jeremy Camp, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Tomlin. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of people, but no, that is. Oh, like, there's so many good bands. <laughs> that is that is vintage, Amy Grant. Um, that's vintage. So, what would your band be called? Oh like, my goodness! Oh, that's so tough. Like, it's so funny. I was talking with a friend the other day, and I was like looking at the notes on my phone, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is from years ago," and it was like cool band names and I'm like oh goodness (laughs) let's look at these but it's so funny like there's like there was like I remember there was one called I think it was like called into being or something and I'm like oh that's like eh, I don't know like interesting kind of unique and like I don't even know how many years ago I made this note on my phone but then there's other like cool things like even in church I'll hear I'll hear like some cool like greek or hebrew word but the meaning is like actually like intriguing and i'm like oh that could be actually a cool band name there was one that was like metron or something (laughs) i don't even know it's fun to think about but i'm like really i'm like oh i have no idea (laughs) oh man i feel like i don't i hope this is not a band already maybe i should look this up (laughs) so i'm gonna say it and look it up and if it if it is then just ignore it but i feel like a good name for your specific band would be joyful sound oh oh i love that yeah and it's it's not a band (laughs) add that to the notes (laughs) on my phone it's not a band but it is a song by the band called the cheat it's called the string cheese incident so you can <laughs> yes so in terms of a band the name's available i love it <laughs> now if you want to name your band the string cheese incident you can't do that but you can have i feel i feel like i don't know joyful sound would represent like what you stood for in your band like perfectly I, I seriously love that. Like, I'm like, dang, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> so just make that. And I will give you the credit if I ever am like, yes. all right, dance finally together. Yes, I got you. I got you. I'll be like the one who talks. I don't know, in certain songs, you have people who like talk in it as they're singing. Like, I always thought like that would be me. Like, oh, you're just talking awesome. the lyrics and then you just 
like you get known for that, I'm like, listen, if it, if their song needs a hype man, somebody hit Lastic Acid up. I got you. Like, yes. I got you. We'll make um, it happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. So with the guitar, what are some of the songs that you play well? Or have you written Ooh. any songs to? Did you say have I written any? Yeah, in addition oh, to the song. I wish. I wish. That's something I should work on because um, growing up, it's like, I always was able to play really well. And like, honestly, like, it's just amazing all that you can learn from like, even like YouTube and everything. But I never actually learned a bunch of the music theory. Um, Like, I think I know more than I think I do. I just need to put it all together in my mind so I could like write and like improvise better. But um, I was in this program called School of Rock um, for quite a few years. And you do you know what that is? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I it was so fun because like yeah you're just like playing in a band with these other kids and stuff and like going to like like I lived in Arizona for a few years we played at Alice Cooper's restaurant um it was like really awesome but um there's still a some of my favorite songs that I still have uh remembered how to play through the years like um I did a Van Halen show and that was so much fun like um I used to know how to play I didn't play this in the show this was just after when I still was like obsessed with Van Halen I learned how to play Eruption really well I did that in like an eighth grade talent show (laughs) and um I'm trying to think what other songs I had uh done but yeah I love playing Van Halen Panama is a song that I still know how to play probably a little rusty right now but I can still I still remember all of it um I used to play a lot of Jimi Hendrix and I loved that like all like I knew how to play Gold is Love, Purple Haze. Um, those are all super, super fun. And Led Zeppelin, I still know how to play like the ocean and um over the hills and far away is like one of my favorites on acoustic. Um, so yeah, I like a, definitely a lot of the very classic stuff because that was instilled in me by School of Rock, but also my dad is super, super big into classic rock. So I definitely take after him. <laughs> I Gosh, we should induct you into the Doggone Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that, someday. <laughs> that is that is impressive. Like I'm more of a soft rock. Like I, I I mean my my favorite genres of music would be smooth jazz and Motown and that classic soul, classic R and B. Yeah. But I am a soft rock fan, so it's interesting. Like that's a little bit more harder rock, but oh yeah. Uh, that's the funny thing because on the outside I'm like I probably seem just so like I don't know like I'm just nice little girl or something but then it's like there's a side of me that like I probably like <laughs> turn into a little like rock demon it probably looks like because I'm trying I'm to tell you like I, I do I like the hard stuff but <laughs> oh, my gosh like I can definitely <laughs> I can definitely see you smashing a guitar on stage like you you, you getting into the <laughs> that's what I want to show people more <laughs> Yeah, that's what you can, but just don't you can do that. Well, maybe you can. I if you do that, that would be epic. Like you, you start a worship band, and you know the Holy Ghost. You you get all in you and stuff like that, and you just smash a three thousand dollar guitar. Like, listen, I would live for that. It, it's just yeah, it, it's just like uh, I, I would live for that. It's like a rock. That's like party hard, rock hard. Listen. I'm not mad at it. I actually did hear one of my sources, and by sources, I mean I heard this in the interview the other day. Um, you actually enjoy painting. As yeah, well. yeah. I mean, oh, it's funny because not. I guess not. I mean, I enjoy art 
so I guess I've done some painting, done some normal drawing. My sister is really a phenomenal artist. She's like a photorealism, like graphite and colored pencils. She's incredible. Um, but I'm trying to think of her Instagram handle right now, but like, she's really good. <laughs> uh, I think it's like Morgan Rose art seven or something, but like, she is really good. So I'm like, that's funny hearing you say that. Cause I'm like, compared to her, I'm like, Oh, like I'm not, I'm not very good, <laughs> but I do very much enjoy it. Even just like, I mean, even like looking on my wall in front of me, I'm like, I'll write out little, like just inspirational quotes or like verses or song lyrics and stuff like that. So I feel like I have a very low key type of art, but, um, yeah, I've definitely always enjoyed, uh, just crafts or whatever artistic things I may, uh, feel like doing. It's, I don't know. I had a, I had an athlete, um, from Ohio state come on the show and she paints and we both agreed that it's better to learn how to paint because you get to save money on wall art uh, oh yeah how expensive <laughs> it is but she was just saying how like peaceful it is just this just this mm -hmm. sense of sense of peace sense of calm sense of like chill um so I actually have mad respect for that I I'm not that artistic um well no, nah, I'm not even gonna tell that lie. I'm not that artistic. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't oh, I'm curious. <laughs> I was just thinking like to some of the things I made in high school in ceramics. Um, oh, oh my gosh, no, that totally counts. Listen, like if you saw, like I was, I made this, it was supposed to be a plaque, and I was like, made it like for my mom, and I had to like, she was like, Well, what is this? <laughs> And then I was looking and I was like, you know, I don't really know. So we used it as like a serving dish or something like that. <laughs> so that means it was nice enough to serve in. Yes. And, and she still has like all the stuff like hanging. I had a mug, all that fun stuff. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> so I don't know if it's, you know, I don't think I've ever drank out of it, but still, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking back. No, nah, I'm not about that art life. That was that was a long time ago. That was in another life. That was before, like I jokingly say, my pre-Jesus experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was not that artistic. But then you mentioned something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is cooking. That's mm. what 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 are you are you about that chef life when it comes to throwing down food? Oh, okay. Again, I'm kind of like, ooh, I want to say yes, but I'm also like college. <laughs> and that, <laughs> no, I like, that my my roommates and I, we crack each other up and my other teammates make fun of me too. Because even just like in the dining hall, like, you know, we'll come get our food, but we'll bring all these Tupperware containers and little and take bags and stuff. You take the fruit and you freeze it for smoothies and you take all these leftovers and then you like revamp it to make it into other meals. So I feel like I even like one of my um, best friends here, she was like, you need to like make, like write a book for like college students and like how, how you can like do all these things to save money and still cook good food that's nutritious and call it something like how to work the system or how to be scrappy. And I'm like, hmm, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, listen, so. uh, instead of call it, instead of joyful sound, call it joyful plate. 
Oh, like see, that. I love this theme. You're like giving me all these ideas for like what my theme needs to be. This is very encouraging. <laughs> well, that's true. And I watched uh, Sister Act 2 yesterday. And so the song Joyful, Joyful, Lord, We Adore Thee, it's like rolling through the head. And so just that's like awesome. talking to you and thinking about that, it's like the joy theme is something that needs to stick. I don't even want credit for it. But I, I, oh. it, I think it fits your brand like tremendously. But I am all for bootlegging the college <laughs> food experience because <laughs> when you don't have time to cook and then when you can make a meal. So essentially what you're saying, what you and your roommates do is the equivalent of what they do on Chopped because <laughs> they get on. Okay. You could say that. Yeah. I feel like it's also hilarious that you say that because our team is planning on doing a chopped competition. I think maybe like next week or something like a legit one, like they film it. Um, I have yet to do it, but apparently they did, they did one a few years ago. I want to win so bad. I would like to say that I'd like to think I would have a shot at it, but our team is very competitive. Call your shot. What, 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 how do, how do you think? About what? That you're like, fair. Call your shot. Listen, here's I the mean, thing. It's different than running because a you don't know if it's anything like chopped, <laughs> like the show. You know you're gonna be cooking squid brains with risotto <laughs> and chocolate milk. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, <laughs> I would not be surprised. See, okay, this is what this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I think from the practice I have had with working with what I have. And also I'm a very adventurous eater, so I'm not afraid to try new flavor combos. So I maybe would know what's what works or like not be afraid to try something exotic that could oddly end up tasting very good. So I feel like that could hopefully help me in a competition like that. <laughs> what is the most exotic flavor combination that you tried? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. See, that's scary know. to me because if you try multiple, I mean, it all goes down yeah. the same way, but you know, that's that's yeah. yeah. It's hard to think of like something specific of like, oh, like that's a weird flavor combo. But like, basically, it's like if I just see something on a menu, whether it's at a coffee shop or just any restaurant that I'm at, like I usually pick like the most unique thing I can find on there. So it's like, it's hard to think of like one thing of like, oh yeah, that was really weird. Cause I feel like it's more like the smaller things or like certain ingredients or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's like tough to think of a specific example though. So one recent, like it doesn't have to be like crazy, but one that maybe your teammates were oh. like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, something like that. Oh, I feel like there has to be an example of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like when was the last time I went with my team and they're like what are you doing <laughs> what are you about to eat oh my I, god I tried one maybe that'll give you some maybe me tell me my my interesting experience there's actually two I've been putting marinara sauce on everything as of late Ooh, okay salmon chicken pork jasmine rice <laughs> um, <laughs> But it has been slapping at an incredible level that I am truly blessed. It's a blessing to my yeah. family. Um, <laughs> and I got to give a shout out to my girl, T. She put me on ranch and fried 
tilapia, but I tried it with fried cat. Oh, you know, I could see that being really good though. Like all the things that you said, I'm like, oh yeah, I've done that before. Heck, I've eaten straight marinara sauce out of a jar. So I'm like, that sounds good. Enough. Everybody needs to do that once in their life. You know, oh yeah. Go for, for I, sure. I go for Rayo's marinara sauces. It is worth oh, it. That's what mm, I, my roommate Heather, she's Italian, and that's like the only sauce she will even get. So I'm like, wow, that's the, crazy. You just said that. <laughs> it is expensive, but there is something, there's some power in that sauce. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I'm from the South. And, you know, we say there's some wonder working power in that mm-hmm. sauce. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the craziest that's one. Awesome. The craziest one has been ranch and catfish. See, I just think that sounds good. It, it, listen, I was scared when she came on the show and, and said it for our uh, Black History Most Special. <laughs> I was, I gave her a look. I was like, what you talking about? Like, no, don't, don't even come up in here. Like, <laughs> not, today, not in the Lord's house. And then I tried it when I was out of hot sauce. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Ooh. Yeah. Like, like this is a slappable level of slappable. like it is so good. <laughs> That's amazing. So yes, I am looking forward to seeing videos of the NC State track and field team <laughs> doing yeah. challenge. But I am good. <laughs> if you're a college kid out here and you're worried, you know, you're going into college next year, Marley has given you some great advice on how to bootleg a system to your advantage. I, I, if people ask, I have many more tips, even like when I lived alone in the dorm last year by myself, because, you know, they like separate, separated people, um, just because of COVID things, like even like the things you can do with just a microwave. I kind of, I honestly amazed myself sometimes. (laughs) But seriously, you you can make a, you can make a non frozen food meal Mm -hmm. in the microwave. Yeah. And I've cooked eggs. I've like made pancakes. Like there's a lot of possibilities. <laughs> you you lost me with them eggs and pancakes because I, I I see it because <laughs> you know, I go to listen, you got to cook them eggs on a skillet. How do you cook a pancake in the microwave? Let, let a brother hear that. Well, no, don't don't even do that because I, I <laughs> just leave it a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I know leave the mystery and I have cooked pancakes in the microwave and they do not come out even. Mm. one part is well, i've I- also done it when you just like make it in a bowl so i guess it's more like dutch baby pancake type thing okay if that if you're short on time that's the way to go <laughs> okay. but eggs like what do you do you scramble them and then you put them in the there were uh many explosions before i figured <laughs> out how to do it successfully but yeah i think i just put a little bit of butter in like a mug or something Put the eggs in, whip them up, whatever you want to add in. You just need to do it at short intervals or else you will have major explosions that are very difficult to clean up. So oh. definitely learn it the hard way. But it once you get the hang of it, it's it's very good. Very I'm, fluffy. I'm going to see, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. So I'm going to go as soon as this is <laughs> Now I'm giving you some ideas. <laughs> I'm going to try it. But I'm a little nervous because if anybody has ever thought about cleaning, eggs are hard to clean up off the regular stove if they spill over from the pan. So I'm not trying to, 
I don't even know how you would how you would clean it. You just have to go buy a new microwave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's just me. It's like I don't know. I would rather that would be that's a good question to ask. Is it harder to fold a fitted sheet or wipe eggs from a microwave? Uh, that is. I say that I'm not a good folder. <laughs> no, I just throw them away. No, you can't do you can't do that. But no, it, it's like that sometimes. So no, that is. That is interesting. So in this segment, just think about it. We've covered some unique ground. We now have um, a name for your band. Yes. And a name for, honestly, I feel like you would be, a. you know how they do, like, you should do a cooking show. Or there was this show on Nickelodeon back in the day. It's called Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. And I feel like if you did that um, for college, like that is, there's something there, like 10 tips on how to survive college, how to flex in college. Listen, you're paying like a billion dollars in tuition anyway. And yeah. so, and, might as well save all the few bucks where you can because they add yeah, up so much. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So let's switch gears a little bit. One thing I'm interested in is that you were a big deal. Well, you are a big deal in life. That is apparent with you being on this show. But in high school, you had all the cameras, you had all the glitz and glam, and you guys are like the, you guys have a super team over at NC State, you know, when it comes to talent. How are you able to manage the pressure, maybe not that you put on yourself, but the pressure and the expectations at such a young age that came with being so talented. Yeah, it's really interesting because I'm just very thankful that in my experience, I just don't feel like I ever, like, I would never say like, oh yeah, like I was feeling the pressure um, because um. Sorry, are you still there? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, my, I, had a, I had to plug in. I was like, I heard a beep and I was like, no, 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 no. My <laughs> uh, computer got unplugged for whatever reason. I'm still here. Okay, cool, we'll make cool, it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, back to what I was saying. Yeah, I'm just very thankful that, like, looking back on like everything in high school, like, yeah, like, truly the only pressure I ever felt, I think, was just the expectations that I had for myself with just like, you know, like, this is what I feel like. I can achieve or like, um, this is my goal. And like, I just, I just want to make it happen. Like, um, I really feel like I never, um, yeah. Like I honestly, I think even in the sense of like the media and everything, like I was never a person that really on my own would like keep up with it or anything. Like my dad was definitely more so into keeping up with all that stuff. And he would, you know, tell me some things, but ultimately, like, I think it's just like, I just know my purpose in my running and that's just to glorify God through what I do and have fun with it. And I think just having that focus, it really mitigated all the other negative things that can come with that externally. Um, so I honestly, am just super thankful that, yeah, like, I don't know, I guess I always just decided like, this is why I run. This is what matters to me with running. And that just never seemed like, um, I don't know. I guess just never seemed like an important enough thing for it to ever bother me in any negative ways. Um, if anything, like I just was like kind of humbled that it, it gave me a platform to just like, you know, share my voice with people and like share the joy that we've been talking about and everything. 
Um, so yeah, like any, and coming to NC state, like, um, it is, it's amazing. Just like all of us, like the other girls that came in my class, like we still just like, can't believe how we all just like ended up here. (laughs) Um, but it's just so amazing. And like, honestly, just such a blessing, um, just running alongside all these girls. Um, but I think that too, like even within the team, I feel like it's, and I'm very thankful for this. I feel like it's the same exact thing where it's like, we just focus on what we're doing and we have so much fun. Like I think about this all the time. I'm like, I I just forget that like, you know, like we're like, we just want nationals this year and stuff. Cause we just have so much fun. And it's like, it's almost like, you're like, did these girls really just do that? Like, they seem like they're goofing off, but like, we just love what we do. And that's just what brings us our success more than anything. So it's very unique for sure. It's a great segue. Let's talk about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. (laughs) <laughs> been uh, very vocal about how you run to glorify God and um, you run to make his name known. <clears throat> Excuse me. In these difficult seasons, um, I believe based on what I know, uh, just you know what I, you know, my faith is, uh, <laughs> you know, these, these challenges come to, and trials and tribulations and tests and warfare and all the fun stuff that comes along with it, you know, are brought for a much greater purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you found that purpose in what you've gone through, you know, suffering? And it's not just injury. It's like, you know, you took an L and then you thought you bounced back only to like take another L and then like three more (laughs) bounce back and then you're about to i'm not going to bring the hip-hop song into this (laughs) this conversation (laughs) uh (laughs) but then well already there um but then you it's just i think i forgot the song it's like i get knocked down but get up again but it's like you keep you Mm -hmm. know getting knocked down and it's like what what is going on how is this journey Um, How have you seen growth throughout this journey? And what are some of the things that you've learned from your faith um, or because of your faith? Yeah. um, Because of the experience of what you've gone through. Yeah, there, I think it's so cool because it has amazed me um, just how like just a constantly ongoing thing it is. But it's, it's exactly like you said, where like the growth that came from it, like um, just me individually as a person, like, and then, you know, in the sense of my faith, like it's in so many different areas of my life, the growth, like it's the type of thing that in my mind, I think like, just when I thought like I took like, you know, cause I try to just keep a very open heart with like, okay, God, like, what do you want to teach me through this? Um, and just when I thought I had it, it's like, oh wait, no, there's still, I need a little more work. (laughs) And it's like, and honestly, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were so many times where like, I would just be like praying and I'm like, God, I'm like, I really don't understand. Like, what do I still have to learn? Like, why am I still like stuck, like in this rut of injury or like, just what is going on? Like, why is this happening? Like there definitely were moments where like, it's challenging, but I think the coolest thing, like even in those moments where at first, like I didn't get it yet, like, um, and I'm very thankful that just like in all, just the reflecting I do um, within myself that I feel like I've always been able to pick out, like, you know, like, I really think this is what God was doing with me, like in this season or like through this 
other round of injury or setback, like there's always something good in it. And it just amazes me um, because like, I think it's just through it all, it just taught me to know better, like get very, like in a, what felt like a very, just like tangible way, like just getting so much closer to God, so dependent on him. And really like, just, I think it really, this happened very quickly. Like after I first got injured where I was like, wow, like, you know, I get so much joy from running, but I'm like, once that was taken away, I was like, it was very cool for me to know, like that was never the source of my joy. Like it really does truly come from God. And I think that was just something right off the bat that was very big for me. But then, um, yeah, just like, I, I would like to think that through like, you know, the like two years that I've just like gone through all these ups and downs with everything and the different experiences, like emotionally and spiritually that come with it, that like, I just feel like I've gotten to know God on in like, and how he works in like such a personal, like intimate way. And like, I'm just so thankful for it. Cause it's like, I just, yeah, like, it's just amazing. Cause I feel like he just absolutely fills up my life. And that has been the one constant through it all. And that has always just been enough. Like it has always just made me so thankful for everything he's doing and has never made me doubt that what he's doing is good. And that like, even now, like I look back on this time last year when it was like probably overall my lowest point um, in just like, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, just with everything kind of accumulating. But I look back on that so fondly because I'm like, <clears throat> even from that year, like I've grown so much. And like, I just think like I got through that and I'm so much better for it. So like I am, I'm just truly thankful for like the really hard times. Cause it's like, it just helped me just get to know God better and just grow even closer with him. Um, and I really would not trade that for anything. Cause it's like, um, he, he just became so incredibly real. And honestly, like, even though it's like, it took some very difficult times to experience that it's just something where I'm like, I mean, I, I just hope that in one way or another, like everyone can experience God in that way. If like, even in the lowest times, like he is just that light that is all the ultimate source of hope and just like peace, even when nothing else makes sense. So I'm just so blessed for that. What perspective did you gain? You talked about last year, this time last year being your lowest, lowest point. When you look back and you just, uh, as the old people say, when you take inventory, what perspectives or perspective have you gained throughout this entire process? When I, when I think about that, I just think that my strength is really, it's just not my own. Like it truly just comes from him. Um, because I just think like perspective wise, like, I don't know why, when you said that the, uh, and, and especially when you said kind of in, even in the context of like compared to like around this time last year, I just remember so many times where it just felt as if I was just like on the ground, like broken. But I just remember all every time I would just imagine like, like literally in my mind, imagine like God just like picking me right back up. And I think that's just what comes to mind is like, he is just so much greater and more powerful than anything that we can face. And it's like, you know, that's easy to say, but like to really feel like I experienced that, um, in just like a really, just a very real way. Um, I think it's just super cool because it's like, no matter what I go through, like it just really seems small in the grandness of God. How are you different now after 
Um, we, we still pray, Lord, no, no more injuries. <laughs> yep, that is true. We're still praying that we'd be ready to see her run. And I think that's kind of the unique thing about this episode is I can't ask you too many running questions because you haven't run yet, but you have such a unique, but it doesn't mean you haven't been through your own battle, um, if that makes sense. How are you a different runner now than what and a different person um before uh, he came and changed you throughout the situation yeah i think in the sense of um in the sense of being a runner i think um i just i think i just learned a lot of really valuable things that are gonna just honestly set me up for a long healthy, sustainable career, at least, you know, that's what I'm hoping. And like, um, I think I have truly, I think I definitely have built up a lot of confidence in that sense of like, yeah, like, you know, I may have learned the hard way, but I do feel like I learned it. And, you know, I fully intend on like putting into practice all the things I've learned. So I'm very thankful for that. Cause I, I do think like, even if it doesn't happen, like, like it's, I'm super excited. Like, um, this, Fridays when I am going to be racing for the first time in two years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, but I'm like, I'm very excited. And it's like, you know, even if it's not like incredible right off the bat, like, I'm just very thankful that I'm like, even if it takes a little bit of time, like, I just truly believe that my best performances are ahead of me. Um, and even just like how I can like, vocalize and hopefully express all that goes on behind that I'm just very excited to see how that can like be seen through my running um but even as a person like how I'm different I think like I just uh, it's I'm trying to think of how to put it into words but it's just like I feel like if anything just all in all in every sense of who I am like all the experiences just set me even more on fire for just like sharing about how awesome God is and just all the great things that he can do in your life. Cause it's like, um, and even like, like it's, I mean, this is a whole other like tangent, but it's like, I think there's part of me that I'm like almost very evangelistic. Cause it's like, I just want to share this with everybody, but not so much in this, maybe the sense of like, this is the gospel, but just like, this is just the joy and the light that you can experience from God. Like if that's what I can share with people and be evangelistic, like in that way, I'm like, I mean, that's definitely just very big in my heart. Like, I just want people to experience him in this way because it is, it's just like the best thing in my life. Like definitely just the best treasure that I could have access to is just knowing him. You started your website, uh, marleystarper.com and it kind of does just that. You have these written essays, you have... Uh, you wrote something, um, I think it was called Racing is Worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen, for the Christians, some people, listen, you read that and it makes you want to get up out of your seat and tell the Lord, thank you. Um, oh. The, you know, different things that you say and how you break it down. Is that something that you were led to do because of what you've gone through? Because you really open on very honest in those in those posts in those uh well yeah called journals really they they are open you know journals for everybody to read um and especially for somebody who may be going through something similar yeah yeah I definitely like it's exactly like you said where it's like um 
it was just something that really started in me because God was doing all these cool things in me. And I feel like yeah, in some, like if I had to like think of like translating what I put in my writing, like in a different way, that probably would have been through like racing and all the different interactions that come from that, where I get that satisfaction of just like being able to like share my heart with people. Um, but when that was gone for so long, all it, like at the same time while God was like doing all these cool things in me like it was really tough because I'm like oh my gosh like I just want to share this like I don't want to keep quiet about it so it's like I have loved having that as an outlet even though oh my goodness it was terrifying at first like when I (laughs) put up the first post because just like you said I was like it's like journaling and I'm like I got my own personal journal and I'm like nobody can read that like (laughs) that's mine (laughs) like um so it was it was so nerve-wracking but I'm like it's so funny because I'm like, I remember when I posted it and then I like couldn't even check SGM for the rest of the day. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I feel so exposed. And I'm like, well, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to just like not be afraid of sharing what's in my heart. Um, so yeah, it's but it has been amazing. And like, um, and even just like the feedback I've gotten from people, like it uplifts me, even just like people sharing their stories back. And I'm like, wow, like it's, it's just incredible. And just like being able to share that with people, like, I'm just so thankful. And it's, it's been really exciting doing that. So I'm just, you know, I'm hoping to put more stuff out there and even like more practical things. Like right now I'm working on something like, you know, like this is what I learned, um, or like the, like tips of that, like helped me heal faster from like my last stress reaction, like even more practical things like that. But, um, so really making it whatever I want it to be, but definitely as you have seen thus far, like really just sharing my heart on things that God has just called me to share. (laughs) So you are racing this Friday, this Friday. That Mm -hmm. is so exciting. That's so awesome. How do you feel now? And how do you think you'll feel? And this episode will be released. You will have already raced and I'll be sure to, uh, (laughs) in the intro, you know, put that Marley on the field and won. Um, (laughs) and also put the chop results up there. Uh, Oh yes. (laughs) Got to, if you win, listen, I called it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I will say now I will give it my all, but my team, We got a lot of good cooks on this team. We can do it all here at NC State. It is, it is not about who's the best. <laughs> it's about who's the best on that day. Mm. So that is, good. that is true. You just got to be the best on that day. And like I said, because you are used to eating eating exotic flavors, <laughs> that, that goes in your benefit. But just now as we're talking here on a Tuesday morning and, and just, you know, general, how, how are you feeling about finally, finally being able to race? Yeah, I'm, oh, it's just surreal because my dad had actually told me this maybe like a week or two ago. He's like, you know what I realized? He was like, this is really coming full circle because basically Raleigh relays was supposed to be my last race um like before everything got shut down and I got injured because that all happened at the same time and now it's my opener and I'm like whoa that's like kind of cool um but yeah I'm just I think I just for so long because like and honestly it's like it's kind of all the things that I kind of expressed in my last blog post with like racing as worship like I am just so excited to like honestly like it's funny how I'm like 
I'm saying like, I'm just so ready to like really make it hurt because it's like, I just haven't, you know, physically been allowed to do that for so long. Cause it's like, you know, I don't want to get injured again. Like I gotta be careful. And of course, like I'm the type of person that it's like, when I do workouts, like it's just not the same as racing. Like racing is just very, very unique in how I've always been able to approach it. And I'm just so excited for that. And just to take myself to that place of like, really, you know, pushing past like what seems reasonable that I can do. And in that sense, just making it hurt. Cause I just, I'm just ready to like rediscover, like, or just start the process of like getting to a place that's better than what I was before. And again, not saying that that's going to happen in the sense of like a time or place, like right off the bat, but just like getting back in touch with that side of me and that potential that is there. Um, so I'm just really excited to rediscover that and yeah, just take myself to that place where it's just like really going beyond what I've been able to do in years at this point. So, and I'm so excited because it's like, you know, it's so funny talking about it because I'm like first race in two years and it's like, it's it's like, it could be really good. It could be kind of ugly, but I'm going to celebrate whatever happens because I'm finally lining up. Um, and I just want to approach it with excitement and just like, so just let all my thankfulness for the opportunity just really come out of me and just make the most of it. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I have an open heart. I'm just excited to be there and just give it my all and let that be my starting point. No matter what it looks like, I I'm very confident that it's going to be up from there. (laughs) What event, um, are you running or events are you running at the Raleigh Relays? I'll be running the 1500. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. My first 15 ever actually. <laughs> so you're just five ten, and, but you're dripping down to the 15. Well, I guess in high school, like I would say that I, I was like, my primary event was the mile in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think maybe like, I'd like to focus on the 15. I think my coach and I agree on that with like trying to stay fast. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if then maybe like in the later years, I'll definitely focus more on the 5k, but to start, I'm like, I think 15 is good. <laughs> 15, listen, ain't nothing wrong. I really enjoy doing it all though, <laughs> except for the 10k. I don't know about that in college. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, man, like. Someday, you, someday you, for sure. Someday for a workout maybe, but not, not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> See, like I said, I'm, I'm not about that distance life, but it's very entertaining <laughs> when it's properly put on TV. Oh, yes. I have to say say that. A couple more questions, then we're going to wrap this bad boy up with a bow. How is it, like, how how are you able to balance, like, being a college student? And and what's your major, by chance? So um, my major is psychology, and I have a minor in English. Oh, boy. So that is... All that stuff you were talking about, I said she had a minuscule skill amount of time to accomplish that. That is even dripped down to the bare, <laughs> like a crumb. <laughs> I'm actually, I mean, full disclosure though, I'm in what I'm definitely in one of the easier majors compared to most other people. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm maybe I'm just looking because I you see I was a journalism major, minor in creative writing, and I barely had time to turn on the oven <laughs> Let yeah. you know do all that because you're out covering it and doing all that stuff but um I guess how do you do it how do you do track and the things that track and field well really not even track and field being a 
collegiate athlete because there's workouts, there's meetings, there's recovery, there's weights, there's probably stuff that I'm not even mentioning. <laughs> and then, you know, you have to breathe. So how, how do you, how, <laughs> I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot. And I think at first, um, well, honestly, I, I was very blessed that I think I had a very smooth transition into college, but, um, yeah, it definitely can be a lot, but I think I have gotten so much better. Like I am, especially in the sense of like the schoolwork, I am such a meticulous student. Like in that way, I'm like, I can definitely be my own worst enemy because I'll just be a perfectionist. But I think I've gotten a lot better at like not letting myself get too caught up in that and like knowing when I'm being a perfectionist. Um, So that helps me like save time and everything. Um, But yeah, um, I don't know. Like, it's kind of funny because I feel like, I don't know if like this is reversed for some people, but I got so much better at time management when I got to college. I think because I had full control over my own time, like, you know, you have like the set times for like practice and everything. But aside from that, I was like, oh, like, I like this. Like, I just can like totally create my own schedule. And I ended up really kind of thriving off of that. So I'm very thankful that that was my (laughs) experience going to college, not being a mess of like, I have no schedule, but like, oh, I get to make one now. (laughs) Uh, I think that actually has been like huge for me and kind of encouraging knowing that like, I am able to do that for myself of like budget my time pretty well. Not saying I'm perfect. Like we all need those days where it's like, I just can't do anything today. Like I'm going procrastinate because I can um, <laughs> no. so there's always that but in general yeah I don't know I feel like everything has been pretty manageable and um you know still leaving time to just like hang out with my team and like you know just enjoy dinners together and all that so it's great procrastination becomes an art when you know how to do it right that's oh, that is a quote that is good <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I love that Yes. And I'm telling you this from personal experience. <laughs> there's some things like I, I try to like you, I try to get done. And then there's some things it's like, I can't do it all. Yeah. And here's the way I look at it. I look at it from, and this is a bad Lord, forgive me, but I'm like, you know, God does his best work when the game is on the line. Mm, that is so scary. I'm not the Lord. Don't, I ain't trying to get, I'm not trying to have that job. <laughs> but it can be an art when used and done effectively <laughs> and so i could not agree more it's a skill uh, it is a skill and it is a <laughs> skill that i encourage people to have until it messes with my money yeah. <laughs> it comes I, with boundaries <laughs> Money and food. If I go get some fried chicken, don't wait till the last minute to fry that because it's going to be, it's not going to cook evenly. So when it comes to those two things, yeah, anything else is fine. Absolutely. So what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to know when they come, when they have a conversation with you, especially in this world where there's just, there's just so much hate, whether it's it's for the color of your skin or whether it's just you say something you somebody dis- disagrees with. In this world of hate and turmoil, what do you want people to get when they come across you? Yeah, 
I, first of all, I love that question. And I think it's cool because I feel like, like what you have been saying is like, like what the theme of like a lot of what we've been saying answers it because it truly is like um, just the joy that I have. I want that to speak louder than any of my words. And I want people to know um, and this is the type of thing where it's like they may recognize it or not as this, but I want people to know like where that's coming from. Like that really is just Jesus. Um, and I want hope. I want my hope is that with the joy that I have and that I can share with people that that can really communicate Jesus's love to them through it. And honestly, just have that love speak louder than any of the actual words that I speak. So that is truly just that's the legacy that I hope to leave, even just like the simple things that can come from just me, like smiling at somebody passing by, like even the little things like that. Like I just, I do, I just want that love to speak loudest through anything. Love that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's very refreshing to hear that as well. Last question. And then we're going to go to a segment called down a home stretch. And then we are going to wrap this up with a brown paper bag. <laughs> How is NC State rocking this year? What can we expect from you? What can we expect from the team? Oh, wow. I mean, oh, I feel like people are doing really well. I mean, we had, I mean, obviously some fantastic performances from my teammates um, at Indoor Nationals. Um, For me, like personally, it's like, I honestly have no idea exactly what to expect. All I know is like, I am just going to do my best my goal is just to stay consistent with my training and stay healthy. Cause I really think that as, as long as I'm running, then I think it's gonna, you know, just keep progressing well and just, you know, setting goals, um, as they come and as we get a feel for just the tra- uh, trajectory that I'm going, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to say exactly, um, you know, what, how everything's going to turn out. Cause like, I mean, that's the amazing thing. Like the running world is just on fire. Like it's insane and it amazes me, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if on, you know, our team here at NC state that, I mean, we had some people pretty close to some national championships in indoor. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some of that in outdoor. So <laughs> I would not put that past uh, some of us NC state gals. <laughs> hey, listen, I love the confidence and the talent matches it. So. We are moving to our final segment called Down the Home Stretch. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions. I would like for you to answer them to the best of your ability as fast as you can. If you do not, it is okay because I want to say six people have answered them quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, so the w- number seven means completion. So if you accomplish that, uh then we are entering the completion stage but that's okay like i say if you don't are you ready oh i i think so i hope so i'm gonna do this well (laughs) okay if you had to pick a food to live with and a food to get rid of for the rest of your life what would they be uh food to live with apples to get rid of any candy that's not involving chocolate i feel that respect even like starburst and all that stuff yep take it away <laughs> hey, hey, uh, okay <laughs> i can't get mad at it if you had if there was a movie about your life 
and you had to pick any actress to play you in that movie, who would you go with? Oh, this is so tough because I'm like so bad with actors and actresses. Um, oh gosh. See, like I literally can like hardly even think of like a single actor, actress's name. I can be like, oh, that person's from that movie, but I don't even know the name. Okay, do that. Oh, except that's also what I'm having trouble thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm like, I don't even watch that much TV. Like my friends make fun of me because I'm like, I know, I like, I live under a rock, whatever. But like, <laughs> okay, but here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. We can switch it up a little bit. Okay, if you had to pick an artist to write a song about you, who would you pick? Is that better? Yes. Yes. Um. Oh, see, honestly, I just love David Crowder so much. I'd have to pick him because he's got good lyrics and the good music to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> David Crowder band, okay. Mm. What what song, if you had to pick one of his songs that it would theme around, what would it be? Because he has yeah. from Everything Glorious to Here's uh, Arcane to Undignified. Have you heard, um, I think it's called, um, It's like, uh, I think it's called either None Compares or like um, God Almighty or something, but it is this song. It's like six or seven minutes and they like totally rock it out. It's on his like uh, church music album. Mm -hmm. That song is sick. Like it it totally rocks. I would have to say that's like, it's cool. Cause like I said, it has the good lyrics, but also rocks. So you get both of those sides. <laughs> I think it play out real nice. So. Hopefully that's a good alternative to the original question. It's all good. You answered it, so I'm cool with it. All <laughs> right. If you had to pick a dream location to take a vacation to, where would you go? Greece. Okay. What? Okay. I like that. Greece. Great food. What if they had to put, if you had to be a guest star on any television show, what show would you guess start on? Okay, this is probably gonna be very surprising, <laughs> but <laughs> I used to be so hardcore into The Walking Dead. <laughs> and, I know, <laughs> but I'm like, that would be so fun. Oh, is she talking about dead? Okay, The Walking Dead. I, I, haven't, I haven't even watched it in a while, but I was like, that would be so fun. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, listen, I ain't mad at it. Like I said, we don't discriminate on this show. If you want in The Walking Dead and get, and get your head chopped off. I guess that's what they did on the show. I saw 10 seconds of it. I was like, no, nah, I'm not about this life. I need to watch, no, I need somebody I can watch that can rise up and walk. Like, that's a lot. <sighs> not mad at it. If you had to be a guest on any Food Network show, what show are you going on? Easy. We were talking about Chopped. I would have to say, I was like, yes, that would be incredible. And okay. watching everybody scramble and things, like, I think that would be so fun. <laughs> Pull some ideas so I can <laughs> add more to my toolbox. Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. If you had to have someone narrate a race that you're running, who would you go with? Anyway. Ooh. 
anyone oh, i'm trying to think of like who has like a really cool voice that i would enjoy listening to okay this is actually super random but i don't know why i thought about this um i love the band greta van fleet but my one of my best friends and i who both like love this band the lead singer his voice he's just very funny when he talks and very interesting that would be hilarious and very entertaining if he could narrate a race so that i think his name is uh josh kiska or something like that <laughs> but probably random probably very few people know what it is but if my best friend caroline watches this she would know what i mean <laughs> and she would probably get a kick out of that <laughs> and that would probably agree <laughs> okay okay a couple more questions a couple more questions and then we are going to wrap this up with a bow what is the best season of the year fall yeah i'm down for it can you say anything nice about your rival yes i can so like, say yeah like uh, so, so <laughs> but define this rival <laughs> the north carolina tar heels <laughs> okay hmm. oh. well now i'm having trouble actually thinking of anything okay so that answers that question so you have completed <laughs> on the home stretch and you went out with the bank i'm not listening <laughs> i'm not i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it that's it's all it's all good um can you tell the people a little bit about your website and where they can find you? Yeah. So um, if you just go to marleystarloper.com, that's where you can find my blog. Um, I intend on, yeah, keeping adding things to that. There's not like a ton on it right now, but um, that honestly is just my space to keep everything that I just feel like sharing with people, um, whoever finds it and is interested in it. Um, I just hope that it can speak to them in one way or another, however God intends to use all of that that I uh, put on there. And then my Instagram is, you know, that's the only social media that I use. I guess I technically have Facebook, but I just set it up so that Instagram, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even go on Facebook, but I guess I technically have one. So <laughs> that's both the same <laughs> Marley.Starloper. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that I'm a, I'm a simple gal. <laughs> yes. And interestingly enough, you can find us both on fanhub.com. Uh, yes. It is mm -hmm. a new site that is the one-stop shop for track and field. So definitely be sure to check that out. I appreciate you coming on the show. You have definitely blessed the show with wisdom grace and knowledge i am looking forward to seeing you kick tail this season um and do incredible things continuously in the track community and in the world as well you guys know where to find me at the lactic acid podcast go on lacticacidpodcast.org it has all the episodes and everything that you need but also subscribe on apple spotify all the things that we're on i can't remember it's too early in the morning um instagram you follow me at lactic acid podcast twitter lactic acid underscore pod i still have tiktok that's probably going to be deleted within two to three business months because i'm just not about that life i can't deal with it but i want you to follow me for encouragement lactic acid 
uh, podcast. You can find me there. Check out the YouTube page. And if you are interested in sponsoring the show, shoot me an email at lacticacidpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, peace. Oh, 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 oh,